Welcome to Indie Radio in Focus. I'm Prajakta and today we have with us Communist Party of India Marxist leader and former Health Minister of Kerala KK Shelja. She received appreciation across the world after her successful stint as Kerala's Health Minister during the pandemic after which she came to be known as Covid Slayer. A lot is being written about her since she refused to accept the Raman Magsese award recently. Let's hear what she has to say about her role during the pandemic, the significance of Kerala's governance and what's there to come next. So ma'am the first question is of course pertaining to uh, the covid response of Kerala and specifically how early Kerala started with uh, the response when all the other states were still scrambling to understand what covid is and what protocol has to be put in place Kerala already had started preparing right when cases had started in Wuhan so what was the objective behind the early action in Kerala and was it the experience that Kerala government had received while dealing with Nipah virus Yes, uh, the first COVID case was reported in Kerala in January 30th, 2020. Actually, we started our preparation before that. I happened to read an article uh, that a potential virus is spreading in Wuhan. And we discussed together, uh, my health secretary and other team, we sit and discussed together uh, what shall we do if it come to Kerala. And there is a chance that there are so many Malayali students there in Wuhan. and uh, because of the fear that they will come with the virus we started our preparation early uh, january 24th uh, we had a very good rapid response team for this and uh, january 26th we started our uh, control room in state uh, Uh, director of medical uh, service uh, health service office we started our control room and we formed uh, uh, some expert groups to tackle the problem for collecting the materials and uh, medicine and also training uh, and distributing these things everything we started early and we waited and uh, we had a very good team uh, for uh, uh, this tracing uh, the virus even uh, at the a- airport itself and we trained them and we deployed them in the four uh, airports we have four airports there and we deployed our health team there and the persons come outside uh, from uh, foreign countries uh, we were examining whether they have any symptoms only we can check the symptoms at that time and, uh, we quarantined all these uh, comers from other uh, countries these uh, foreigners or not foreigners the uh, nris who come back uh, we quarantined all the uh, people in their home properly and if there is a symptom we uh, took them to hospitals and isolated properly and that way uh, we uh, tried to contain or uh, stop the spread of the virus we got the first case in january 30th we started the preparation in january 24th itself but we got the first case in uh, january 30th and we admitted that uh, student medical student uh, in trishur medical college and uh, february 1st uh, february 2nd we got the second case uh, and that was uh, in alpi and uh, the third uh, student was ca- uh, the district called kasurgod and we admitted them in government isolation no spread occurred out of them and we totally contained or uh, cut the uh, spread uh, and they they we treated them well and they cured and left the hospital within two weeks and there is an interim period of two weeks everyone said it is over mm. now one will come back and but uh, the restriction also travel restriction also came at that time but we didn't stopped our work 
uh, we watched throughout the world the news uh, the literature everything and we found that the virus is spreading to other countries like italy france and usa uh, uk etc so we were, we keep kept our vigilance uh, as it is in the previous case and we got that lesson from nipah virus incidents uh, this uh, tracing quarantining and uh, testing isolating that is that was our slogan at that time taste quarantine test isolate and treat at that time who was saying test 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 nothing else but we didn't go uh, like that testing everybody that is not must testing the symptomatic cases quarantining the suspected cases and isolating the positive cases that was our method in kerala that worked well i think uh, that was what uh, was followed in the entire country later on in the later waves i mean initially it was more of test 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 but later on they focused more on tracing rather than testing yeah. that was something you said kerala has been doing right from the beginning how much of a significance does a good health infrastructure hold in it because we saw this in other states also on a national level we saw this that a lot of states they were trying very hard to improve their health infrastructure after the pandemic began after the case load started increasing afterwards there was thought about ventilators and about uh, increasing bed capacity at government hospitals and everything but we have read it time and again that kerala has been working for it since uh, ldf government came into power even before that so how much of uh, a significance does that hold yes our slogan or our aim is to keep the virus potential of the virus under the health system capacity threshold you know and we know what is our strength you know and how much we can include or uh, we can uh, accept uh, inside our uh, existing system but we anticipated uh, the system exhaust when the cases go up and uh, we started the preparation earlier expecting or anticipating a worst case scenario we started to strengthen our health system and we decided to delay the peak of the virus that was the most scientific and important thing some people are now criticizing that the peak occurred later in kerala but we are we are delaying intentionally the peak by breaking the chain of the spread and also quarantining and isolating etc we decided to delay the peak during that time definitely we got a breathing space to improve our health system other places they used the mitigation method and the virus all of a sudden spread to the whole population and they didn't get any time to improve their health system at that time but we got some time we worked hard to um, uh, delay the peak of the virus and uh, at that time we were working not only doing that thing but we were working inside to improve the infrastructure to making more icu beds to making more oxygen cylinders uh, or oxygen supplied beds and also to uh, increase the production of oxygen and uh, we also Uh, formed some covid first line treatment centers outside the hospitals some buildings we took over and furnished as covid first line treatment centers then covid second line treatment center it is similar to a taluk hospital we are getting the specialties also there but we were furnishing it last time they plan see at last if the case go up to 50000 a day uh, what shall we do we thought it earlier and we said all the local self governments that you should open a domicile care center in your panchayat 
you can take a huge house or uh, a theater or a, a reception hall anything anything you can to cover uh take over and uh, you can furnish as a domicile care center for mm. the village people mm. who got covid and who have no facilities in their homes for isolation and uh, we can uh, put the people there in domicile center that way we had planned each and everything minute to macro things we planned and implemented with the help of the health community the doctors nurses asha workers not only them but with the help of the gram panchayat the local self government and with the help of police department revenue department everyone helped us we planned like that our protocol and our standard operating procedure that is our health departments but all other we prepared uh, this uh, pro- uh, standard operating procedure to other departments also how the police department should act during this pandemic how revenue department should act we prepared the sop and we supplied and the government has accepted it uh, chief minister said that everyone should obey the health protocol and he is leading in front uh, he was and uh, that way with the decentralized planning and action and with the outlook and the anticipation Uh, about the virus it is a scientific approach you know we believed in science then that way uh, we are we were able to uh, uh, able to put this virus under the health system threshold you know kerala's health model has been applauded a lot especially since the pandemic and uh, globally it has received appreciation but it wasn't just the health sector that functioned efficiently in kerala at the time uh, we have read about uh, the covid support that was given uh, the welfare schemes that were run and even in the sector of education that kerala excelled as compared to other states so what were the key factors in the success of kerala in all these sectors in all these areas and how much of a role does the a policy of the government or the ideology of the government and the party uh, how how much of a role does it play in this success yes it is definitely a left oriented policy pro people policy we can say so and during that covid season before it becoming a pandemic uh, we declared health emergency in kerala our chief minister declared health emergency anticipating that it will become a pandemic one day it is a serious thing highly infectious we declared health emergency in kerala and also our government declared 20000 crore worth package especially for covid uh, we are supplying uh, the medicines uh, uh, free medicines free treatment all of them uh, all the citizens were uh, giving uh, we, we were giving uh, treatment freely whether they were admitted in a government hospital or there were they were admitted in a private hospital if a covid positive patient was admitted in a private hospital we were giving the uh, charge you know the whole the treatment charge we were giving and 2020 throughout 2020 that way we decided to get the uh, people in our uh, our part that uh, uh, they should get some enthusiasm that government is there uh, all will survive that enthusiasm is the most important thing otherwise people will become frightened and uh, they will run here and run there 
and uh, they will succumb to death uh, due to the scarcity of the uh, these uh, facilities and also uh, this oxygen etc uh, no such kiosos happened in kerala everyone was calm and quiet and they were sure that if they caught covid definitely the government officials or workers will take them and admit them in the hospital and treat them and will they will send them back to the home they were enthusiastic that was the most important thing we had opened uh, uh, hundreds of community kitchens throughout the state and some volunteers prepared food from this kitchen and distributed each and every home home delivery of this cooked food and we distributed some food kits to the families to all families uh, during the lockdown even rich families we supplied the food kits some of them said that this is the first experience for us thank you for the government but we cannot go outside to buy some food and we are lucky that we got your package etc they have money with them but they cannot move out to buy these things essentials that that was the picture of at that time and that way through these packages and we supplied medicines for the old age the non communicable diseases medicine in each and every home uh, for diabetic patient we were supplying that uh, the medicine for insulin etc uh, no scarcity for any medicine or anything that way and counseling we trained thousands of counselors in the state uh, and under the leadership of our mental health wing uh, these fellows call uh will call the covid positive patients and uh, they have a talk with them and they can release the tension and stress uh, stress release yeah. that is why uh, the suicides were uh, decreased in kerala mm. uh, and we were doing the counseling also during this time so the government was doing this the government was going beyond the regular duties to do all of this now we are living in a time when we see how the country's power center is trying to push for privatization in all different sectors and trying to push for privatization of all different public establishments in all different even in the essential sectors even in the essential services like health and education in such a time uh, kerala's approach and kerala's success what does that tell about the significance of state and uh, the significance of state and significance of good governance in in achieving this yes what is meant by good governance it means that uh, the rulers are addressing the cry of the poor people and to supply the needs to the poor people first uh, food they should get food and they should get clothes they should get education and when they grow up grow up uh, after the 18 year old we should supply jobs to them they should get wages and that is the good governance you know in our uh, constitution uh, it is written that our country is a democratic country and without giving opportunities for the people to enjoy their rights how it become a democratic country it cannot what is the condition of the poor people in the villages in our uh, our, our independent country especially in northern states in uh, city also there are rich people and rich business it is happening but what is the outskirts the slums dharavi and other big slums what is the condition of life there they are not getting proper drinking water uh, what is the fate of women living in such an asthma atmosphere and that is why we are saying good governance means 
to give the old people the opportunity to get uh, education, get health, etc. In Kerala, we are trying to do that. It is not easy. This is federal system and all the taxes are going to central government and we are getting only tax share from central government to rule. Uh, we have to do 65% of the social welfare activities as state's own uh, responsibility. But we are getting only uh, only a very meager po uh, share of the uh, share tax share. And with that, we cannot do magic. But through decentralization, people's participation, and without uh, corruption, uh, the, we are utilizing the money. We are trying to do. Corruption is there in a, a capitalist country. Kerala cannot stand as an island uh, among these uh, things. But uh, Kerala planned well, and Kerala uh, passed some, enacted some laws uh, in Kerala legislature, uh, some acts in legislature, uh, such uh, 1957 onwards, uh, <coughs> staying the eviction by the landlords and also to get public education. And this time we started for mission and last government, 2016 to uh, 2021, we started for mission. One is in health sector, Ardhra mission, and the other is education sector to improve the infrastructure and also to decentralize the clinical practice to the primary level. And uh, with the people's participation, we are implementing, we are doing some experiments, and we succeed in that experiments, you know. Yes. That is, it is a Herculean task, you know, but we are doing that, and we are uh, getting some result out of that. That is why it become Kerala model. But we should have a sustainable model, uh, now, uh, if a state have low income, uh, running in low income, everything will collapse one day. So, Kerala is trying to making the social welfare measures sustainable. That is why our chief minister said, uh, we are we are thinking to uh, convert or uh, transform Kerala society to a knowledge society, to developing skills and developing the entrepreneurship and uh, making some uh, kind of projects like that mm -hmm. and we are working for that and uh, some experiments or some uh, reforms in higher education uh, we have to uh, make higher education uh, this current uh, according to the uh, current era technologically fit and um, there is uh, artificial intelligence is there, IT is there and we should inculcate all these things to our education sector also. Mm. Without improving education sector, no society can improve to the contemporary style. And now Kerala is doing that to increase production and to uh, good distribution, uh, that uh, righteous distribution, etc. That, that experiments we are doing now and uh, all the major uh, programs or projects should be there like the high speed rail and uh, some uh, water metro etc that, 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 that kind of thing same time we are going to the grassroots level uh, we are examining whether the ration shops are functioning well whether they are getting ration from the shops whether they are getting the social welfare pensions etc we are examining that also we are giving uh, there is a mission called life mission 
we are constructing home for the homeless people supplying them a two bedroom and one sit out and one kitchen and good toilet that was the model of a life mission home we are supplying this modern modern home to the poor people now we are working hard to maintain this kerala model sustainable taking a slight shift from this i would like to ask you something about being a woman in a position of power in a position where you can make a difference how does it help people more i mean especially in the sector of health we know we already have very few women political leaders we don't have enough women political leaders uh, who can lead us and who can uh, participate in the policy making which will actually help women and not just women but uh, women transgenders everyone so do you think that being in that place at a crucial time did it help make a difference for women did it help make the policies related to health more inclusive yes women should uh, come to the forefront you know women's in, uh, emancipation everyone is saying about that women are working hard but uh, coming to the leadership that is a question because women should have to take the responsibility of home uh, that is a good thing but uh, uh, women sh- uh, should not take it alone it is a joint activity or collective responsibility you know if it is not happening so most of the women cannot come to the forefront to the leadership that is happening actually we proved several times that women can do all these uh, uh, responsibilities and activities when the uh, this uh, reservation in local self government uh, come uh, someone said that oh, the, what is the fate of that gram panchayat uh, women come as president and uh, and women proved nothing happened a good thing happened you know they worked hard and they become good presidents and uh, good chairmen uh, and they did well very good project etc so if we put a woman in a place she can do it there are some failures there are failures among men uh, that that uh, no one is saying about that if a woman failed everyone is saying look the woman is in the chair and everything obtained that is not a correct way most women are very good uh, leaders and very good uh, rulers um, they can do everything women should come out i think in parliament and assembly the reservation should come but uh, india government is not passing this reservation bill they are not even introducing it now so two or three times they introduced and uh, nothing happened uh, at the last moment everything will change their mind uh, the other parties only left party stands still uh, in accordance with the bill bill uh, i think once that will happen women will uh, look the other countries uh, uh, which are developing countries also there are more participation of women in the uh, decision taking bodies but here in india it is too low that should change but uh, ensuring more participation or as uh, someone like you a woman is uh, holding such an important position does that help make the governance and make the policy making more inclusive that is according to the policy of the government you know what is the policy uh, if women come to uh, anywhere and everywhere policy is not good nothing will happen there are so many women in capitalist ideology parties which uh, following capitalist ideology women are there but nothing will happen you know the focus is to we should have to give to the ideology if ideology is good pro people 
and women also are there something will happen you know uh, in kerala because of the left ideology we gained something not only the left the democratic thinking if it is scientific and if they do good things that will also work out in india uh, after independence see if congress worked for actual democracy uh, that uh, i think uh, Uh, throughout india if land reforms happens at that time central government have land reform acts and procedures uh, this feudalism and this caste disparities will go away they didn't do it that democratic revolution doesn't happen that is why we left parties are saying about the people's democratic revolution but we are few Uh, only in two or three states and uh, other states uh, leftists are working but they cannot come to the power uh, to power and that is why it is not changing the feudalism is here and the caste disparity is here all the false false beliefs and superstitions are here even in this century after 75 years of uh, uh, independence people are saying that the cow dung is best for covid treatment you know <laughs> that is the fate of our country you know uh, without changing the mindset nothing will happen so policy should change mindset should change all people are equal without the discrimination of caste or religion indian citizens should uh, uh, have to enjoy their rights uh, we stated in our constitution that is the most important thing in kerala kerala you cannot stand as an island i say because it is a federal system and kerala is only a state and the tax division or sharing is like that but kerala we tried our best to change something the open uh, caste discrimination is not here and renaissance period there are so many social reformers like sri narayan guru ayyengali etc and so many political activists like uh, em sangaranam budripad ak gopalan mrb vt badadripad and arya padlam so many ladies are also there they worked hard during that time and we achieved some rights to wear dress to walk in the common street and to enter into the temple etc now someone is trying to pulling it back to that dark days uh, that we cannot agree you know coming to this same topic we see communal tensions and polarization uh, rampant in different parts of the country in the last few years it has increased and it is getting more intense and it is getting more open and uh, how does kerala government manage this yes we are holding our thinking uh, or we are insisting people that we should uh, be secular in our state and there are so many religions here i think in our country more than 6 religions are there hindu christian islam jaina buddha and parsi etc if the people uh, try to quarrel each other or one religion try to suppress the other uh, there will be uh, a struggle between them or violence will come through that and we cannot say stay safe and we have more than 6400 castes are here different systems of marriage and different uh, system of eating uh, habit is also different etc uh, all these disparities uh, inside all this or uh, among these disparities we should have one thing we are all indian citizen we are working for our country and india is our country india is our country not a hindu country you know 
not a christian country or islam country india is our country during the independence period rabindranath tagore uh, wrote a poem uh, like that where the head is held above where the knowledge is free where the narrow barriers will not separate us into that heaven of freedom oh lord oh god let my country awake and did we awake to that heaven that is the most important question we are hindus we are muslims we are parsis we have several castes and we are discriminating people according to that and this uh, this religious uh, fundamentalists are uh, taking some gains out of it they are prompting all the jadis and they are acting like they are helping the jadis or jadi identity they are want to develop the jadi identity but they are not helping the jadis or the uh, members of that uh, caste you know mm. that is the election oriented politics they want to have power to get that power they should have some vote from this downtrodden people and the poor sometimes they will uh, give a little bit sh- uh, this uh, sweet to them that is not sufficient if a poor caste uh, the these fundamentalists are saying i will we will build uh, a covil for your god that's a small thing you know they are building huge mansions but for this poor caste they are building a little thing but they think that uh, uh, we got this and mm. they are for us cheating them actually they are not giving proper education proper job or proper opportunities to move freely mm. but they are cheating them they are going behind uh, uh, this uh, fundamentalists uh, uh, below uh, behind the superstitions and uh, false propaganda they are going that is the fate of india the people should understood that where we standing and what is our uh, our aim and uh, how should we build our country that is a huge task that is that uh, without change in the mindset we cannot achieve that thing you know india should become scientific scientific thinking is the most important thing mm-hmm. then only we can change our mindset to this um, love for all human being mm-hmm. and the identity as a human being not identity as hindu or islam that is the private thing they can um, they can get their prayer in front of their gods any gods any time uh, anywhere they want that is not the problem problem is that one uh, group is suppressing the other don't do that don't don't come here like that that should be stopped they believe we should uh, have time to or uh, space to uh, give their pray in front of their god uh, according to their wish you know uh, we cannot prompt them or compel them to do this thing and that thing that is, but they all should have to work for the country together for the common thing or for the uh, common purpose uh, they should unite that is the unity in diversity and if we cannot achieve that unity in diversity india will collapse that is going on the dangerous things are going on this brings us to the question of what next all the political parties have begun preparing for 2024 for 2024 general elections now and uh, the opposition parties different opposition parties are deciding to put a united front what what is cpm's take on that and also what is cpm's take on the bharat jodo yatra that congress has started which has re- we reached uh, kerala as we speak everyone should have to try the left and democratic parties we are not against any individual 
or that kind of thing we are against the fundamentalism false belief and anti people propaganda and the capitalist mode of uh, exploitation mm-hmm. and feudal mode of uh, discrimination we are against that thing and if anyone want to oppose these things should unite and the unity should not be for election purpose only election uh, some alliance will occur mm-hmm. to get some votes and get some seats in the assembly or some berth in cabinet uh, that is not the actual thing we should unite for india india's democracy to save india's constitution save secularism etc without discrimination of the sex also men women or transgender transgender should be considered they are also have the same rights set women and men male and female and they should also uh, considered without any discrimination we should we have to enjoy the rights as a citizen for that we should have unite to fight against the fundamentalism fight against the false belief and uh, to get scientific culture that for that all the democratic people should be should unite election is also an important thing in this election i think uh, all the democratic uh, parties or uh, friends will unite and uh, uh, the cpim leaders are also saying that general secretary and our veteran leaders are also saying uh, in pb members uh, are saying uh, this uh, they put forward this aim to uh, aim in front of indian people uh, population that we are for uh, saving our constitution uh, constitutional rights and uh, i think there will be some movements like that but sometimes it happens only to get some seats or birds that will not work there is hope there is hope uh, the people will think about that so it's a slightly a uh, question about your personal take on something so uh, at the time after the pandemic you were hailed as the covid slayer as the virus slayer you got appreciation from across the uh, from across the world but uh, when ldf came to power in kerala for the second consecutive term we saw a lot of media reports we saw a lot of displeasure being expressed in media about why uh, you did not get a position in the cabinet uh, the second time and something similar we have been seeing after the announcement of maxesia so uh, what do you think about such uh, such takes about uh, the party decisions that we keep seeing on social media through media and what do you think about it i am not a virus layer you know <laughs> viruses are here and there in the universe sometimes it will become very uh, very very cruel and infectious sometimes it will not and it is here we should have to prepare to tackle or uh, to fight against this kind of things that uh, that uh, this is a uh, great challenge during these days and uh, in 2020 we worked hard to uh, to suppress or uh, to uh, make it down uh, as we said to uh, contain these things and we got a very good result out of that during that time the whole world was suffering Uh, most of them accepted the mitigation method even in uk and uh, sweden etc the prime minister of sweden said once that don't uh, imitate us uh, we were wrong uh, to accept this mitigation method we didn't prevent it uh, that at that time kerala is preventing kerala was preventing the virus breaking the chain etc and that work gave a good result 
uh, and at that time uh, an interview with Laura Spinney for the Guardian she put it as coronavirus flare like that at this time also I said Kerala have a bulk of uh, expatriates uh, uh, who is living outside and when they will come back the cases will increase but uh, we prepared because of that preparation uh, we can put the mortality rate below one percent that is there and no one died without getting oxygen or a bed in the hospital all facilities they got uh, that is the difference that we can see and a person alone cannot do anything you know uh, i have a very good team with me yeah. and our government uh, chief minister was very uh, brave uh, to to tackle this kind of things and he declared the uh, spreading at that time he declared health emergency here and also as i said previously that package and he had called uh, on all the departments and uh, may call the departments to do something and to to contain this virus and that joint activity helped us very much and uh, that is uh, that is a collective thing you know and as a person uh, i was the health minister at that time and i lead the health team in front mm. and that part i we, we achieved uh, something and to uh, make the all the health community active and they were very active and they were very enthusiastic at that time and that part uh, some people appreciated me that uh, you are doing a uh, right thing etc that doesn't mean i alone was there you know uh, it is a collective activity and the other thing the awards and other thing sometimes some appreciation will come and uh, you asked why i didn't continue uh, next time no need of that there are so many persons like me in the society anyone can come and do uh, as their wish or as their uh, uh, their will and they can make a difference like me also when i accepted or i uh, this position as health minister i was only a political worker uh, previously uh, three times i become mla member of legislative assembly i was not minister no, not minister at that time and i was working in that portfolio and that canvas i do some works when i become minister i worked as a minister and if other lady or other men come to this position they also will work that is i worked hard sincerely and that this means uh, i should continue the next time also i didn't continued and uh, now i am working as a uh, uh, member of the kerala legislative assembly and also communist party of mars india marxist central committee member a huge work there are lot of works to do if we are ready there are lot of things to do the question is whether we accept or not that thing whether we uh, we are ready or not we cannot sit silly we should have to do anything and i am doing uh, I, i i believe that there is something uh, there there is some space each and everywhere uh, we should accept that space and enjoy with that space and do sincerely then we never think oh i am i, I am not there uh, i am not in the cabinet again Uh, that is uh, that will not help us then we lost every enthusiasm and every inspiration we cannot do anything thinking like that so that is the thing
Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you so much for making time for us. It was great talking to you. Thank you. So that was K K Shelja. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio. If you liked the interview, don't forget to subscribe and share. For more news, audio books, and podcasts, download Indie Radio or log on to www. indiejournal. in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.